0: We have now come to our very final segment of Deboned. I have a couple of smiles coming from across (laughs) the table. (laughs) What's going on, guys? Uh, What are you you um, up to, right?
1: My my phone might have gone off. And I (laughs) might have given him the (laughs) eyes.
0: We are joined by the editor, the mother, the Bones lady herself Indeed. of Bones magazine, now an award-winning magazine, may I add. That is true. May I add. Yeah, and that was this weekend. That's just been. Could you yes. tell us a wee bit more about the Best Design Awards, Erin?
1: Um, okay, so I'm reasonably new to design, um, so I only found about them last year um but that's basically the designers institute of new zealand puts on the best awards which is very like presumptuously (laughs) named Um, (laughs) uh, which kind of leads to people being like is this the best salmon you've ever had all night is Um, this the best cafe (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: um
1: and so it's essentially like a new zealand award for like certain categories of different things. So there's heaps of like different design categories. Like there's spatial design and like product design and whatever other designs there are. And one of them is graphic and one of them is student graphic. So there's like massive, massive design thing and then it goes into smaller categories and within that smaller graph right, well, yeah. things mm-hmm. between that. Um so Bones
0: won a gold pin for for student graphic, which is Woo. Pretty pretty cool. You're gonna have to explain what gold pin means because you had to explain this to me earlier today. It's I, a little bit confusing, just yes, a little bit. Um, so it doesn't work in the way that there's like a first, second, third
1: place as gold, like silver, bronze. But they give out gold, silver, bronze. Um, but it's as far as I can tell from being at the award ceremony, um, is that they award it to people who meet the criteria of those like gold silver bronze right yeah Mm -hmm. um and if people don't meet the criteria they don't give out the (laughs) award and so it would be like some things where they'd be like and here are your finalists and there are no awards for anything and that's pretty (laughs) it's pretty cutthroat yeah that is so like it means that if it's um for student graphics there was like seven people who won gold right yeah um and then like however many that won silver so there's not just three awards that get...
0: And there's that. also an award for a piece of design that makes a a considerable contribution to New Zealand's yep. graphic design, scene, landscape, whatever you want to say. What does that mean? And could you maybe talk about a little bit of the controversy surrounding that as well? Um, cool. So there was, like... I can't remember the woman's name who started the
1: movement around it this year. Um, but basically, there's a black pen Award, which is, like... Oh, which <laughs> oh, is um the like um the contribution to design award for New Zealand. Yeah. it's awarded each year and just one, right? Yep, yeah, just one. Yeah. Um and it's been going since oh, maybe just maybe there's two I don't know. Maybe they sometimes very they few give yeah, anyway. Few, yeah. Very few. But yeah. in the time that they've been running the design awards, um, there's been now forty Four, unless they got one each. I don't know. Um, mm. Forty-four awarded, and only three of those have gone to women. Um, which is pretty, what f- pretty wild. Um, yeah. So there was like a protest and stuff about it okay. beforehand, and there's like beautiful graphics that are designed around it, which is like forty-three, mm. um, and it, like also designers. Great signage. Uh, Some of them were like, get with the Times New Roman. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was like a a sick highlight. One of them was just Comic Sans is designed by a man. (laughs) Oh, that's amazing. (laughs) Um, So there was like a protest around that and like that obviously kind of was a part of the evening and cool to see that being a part of conversations and nice to enter a design world at this point as a woman when that has come up as a change, mm. instead of just being like, "Killer, yeah, blah, blah blah, they must have only deserved it if they were men and it's got nothing to do with anything <laughs> else. Um. But,
0: yeah. from your experience do you feel that women are represented fairly in the graphic design world in New Zealand? Is there an equal representation, do you believe?
1: I don't know if I've had enough experience. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um but I think that it probably is the same as any other arts community. Um,
0: yeah. which,
1: as we all know, not great. Yeah. You know, things are changing.
0: Unfortunate, yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, a couple of guys won the Black mm. Pen Award this year yeah. as well, which doesn't mean that they're not deserving of that yeah. award. Just interesting when that discussion is being brought up yeah. that that was the result. And
1: also, I mean, I, I'm sure that there would have been conversations around if they gave it to a woman after that, if it would be of tokenism, course, and all that yeah, sort yeah. Of stuff. yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so you know, that's that's cool too. But I mean, like in terms of the world uh, definitely women are immensely underrepresented in graphic design Mm -hmm. and there's a great book um, called Women of Graphic Design where they like go back and track um heaps of different women throughout it who have just kind of been left out um and some, some nice
0: writing around it as well. Oh, fantastic. And your contribution to the world of graphic design <laughs> in New Zealand <laughs> <laughs> so far, as so far, um, was this beautiful magazine, Bones Magazine, which has now finished. Um, the last issue, issue 18, how long ago now? Like four weeks ago, ma- yeah, around a yeah. month ago, May it was August. released. Yeah, so um, there are still issues available in Radio 1 if people want to yep, grab some. We've got um, a few back issues. Back up issues. Up uh, kind of. Uh, spotted
1: back issues. I tried to find some for the Hocken before because I've been really bad at dropping off. Mm.
0: Oh yeah, so the them. entire collection yeah, can be found at the Hocken? Now it can,
1: Okay, <laughs> it today. Uh, they were missing some issues because I never did the thing I was supposed to do, but now they've,
0: they've <laughs> got them all. Fantastic. Could you just give us a really brief history, because I know you've had to do this quite often, mm. but if you could give us a brief history, and then tell us uh, if it ended the way that you expected. Um or how you feel about <laughs> you know <laughs> certainly <the> didn't <laughs> expect to win a design award. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> uh, so Bones was my final year project um for my graphic design degree at Polytech. Um and I didn't do first year, so that was like my second year of ever designing anything was this project. Um and it started late August when we started doing the final year project and then it's kind of run on, um, basically, because Sean, out of the kindness, kindness of his heart, was like, yep, we'll make some budget for this, um, which has been really That's cool. That's the station
0: manager oh, yeah, at Radio sorry. 1. Yeah.
1: Not just Sean, My you My mate, know, Sean. <laughs> <not obvious. laughs> um, But, yeah, so... It's essentially a collection of people from Dunedin. Like, submissions were pretty much open. I don't think I ever really didn't publish anyone unless I didn't get the email in time and then forgot about it. Mm. But, like, I think it was pretty much most people who submitted got published. Um, Mm. They might have had some, some notes from me on submissions sometimes. But other than that, pretty much unchanged. But it was just an open submission as well for anything. Hmm. Um, and I don't know if people were that used to that either, and it was maybe because I wasn't quite sure what I like, I didn't want anyone to write anything that they thought I wanted them to write. Right. Yeah. Um. So I'd get like things and being like I think maybe I could write this. And then I'd be like, well, do it. <laughs> and then send it, and then we'll publish it. Yeah. Um, which is
0: interesting. never been an editor before. I was so. gonna say, how did it feel stepping into the editor's position? Um, bizarre. Yeah. Um, did you have to make any really tough calls when you're in that position? Because I mean the magazine, had had your name on it and at the end yeah. of the day was reflecting you and your work. Yes.
1: Uh, there was a couple of times I think maybe Millie talked about it when she was on um, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. A couple of times that I had to check things with my boss to make sure that we could definitely publish it. Yeah, because yeah. um, there were some strong opinions in there, which I didn't. <laughs> just I think because it was so early on when she wrote it, <laughs> I was like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I was lucky to have a really supportive network here at Radio One as well. Yeah. yeah, and that Sean would be like, "Yep, let's print it." <laughs> um, yeah, awesome, which is cool.
0: Yeah. And then when it all wrapped up, what were you feeling? It's, was it, it was stressful for you, right? <laughs> <laughs> like, if we're being honest, it was yeah, yeah. rather no, it stressful. Was, it was an, it was a nightmare. For me. <laughs> like, it was my fault. Yeah. It was my fault that it was a
1: nightmare. But I would, like... This is why it's so funny that it won a design award, I think. Um, because I would... It's published every two weeks, mm. and I would wait until the Sunday before it had to go to print to
0: even look at anything. And
1: then I'd be like, alright Miriam, you've got some some sub-editing to do now. (laughs) And then I would stay up until like one or something and then sometimes I'd say, look, Gilbert, who you printed them at point, Mm. um, you're not going to get it until later. (laughs) 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 Um... Especially this like very last one. Actually, towards the end, it got a little bit <laughs> a little bit uh, haphazard on my on my part. But um, ultimately, really good, and it helped that we had like heaps of really amazing artists, really willing to contribute, mm, and yeah, heaps of yeah. really amazing writers as well. Yeah, is, we were never starved of content. Sometimes it was niggly to try fit it in, mm.
0: um, but. It's good. Quite a common theme and a common question that has just really organically come up within these conversations um, on the Deboned platform was the creative community that was fostered mm-hmm. through this magazine. And I think you've said before, either in writing or you've just said it in passing conversation, that Danina's really starved of mm-hmm. these platforms at the moment. Mm-hmm. So what kind of community did you hear about or view or perceive that uh, did was created through this magazine that was your own your own creation and and child.
1: I think uh, what I wanted when I started um, which was interesting listening to when you interviewed Peter as well Mm. um, when I started this I kind of wanted it to follow um, there was historic Radio 1 um, zines Mm. um, that was like spec, crop and um, ink not specifically radio one but like music orientated and can think um and then there was also you would have been probably been too young but when i started at university there was the fold which was just like a poster and a gig guide um and that stopped maybe when i was in second year and i remember really missing it and being like i had so many folds
0: on my wall Mm, (laughs) like it was was great how long did that go on for do you know
1: i don't know when it started but it was like Not just Dunedin. It was. Right, okay, yeah. yeah. So it was throughout, maybe throughout New Zealand, I think. Um, Yeah. But they always had really amazing art and Mm. it was like distributed and it had like tiny gig guides and you'd always be like, oh, there's only one gig on Dunedin in this (laughs) book. But the fold was really cool. Um, And so I kind of wanted to. You had a bit of that in Bones as well with the echotone
0: in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So there was a gig guide and a poster in the middle.
1: Yeah, that was like the specific funding from radio one as well as that was a prerequisite of it is that it had to have a good guide for it to be a pub- like a useful thing for radio yeah. One to have okay. as part of its branding yeah um but what else happened is maybe an unexpected thing where i kind of just thought that people would write like not like silly things but like i didn't Expect it would get to the level of honesty that it did. Right, yeah. Um, Mm. Like, it... People felt really free to write about things that were genuinely something that maybe you wouldn't even bring up with, like, a friend. Like, it became a place where insecurities that were really important to be heard kind of got a space. Why do you think that
0: was? I it's a hard question yeah it's it's a very hard question and
1: I'm not sure if it was that maybe people trusted me and trusted the readers of Bones so that it would be received in a way that was kind and understanding Hmm. or if it was just kind of that, that we live in this really weird space at the moment where like those conversations kind of happen but kind of don't happen and the way that they happen is usually on like blogs Mm. and then you don't or like when you're really drunk and that's like the two places that people would ever be (laughs) like this is a thing that is upsetting me and both of those places are like there's a disconnect there so i wonder if it was kind of like i need to put it somewhere (laughs) and then Mm. this was a good
0: place for that to be yeah did that feel like a huge responsibility or did you feel no, like you shared the load?
1: I think I don't think it's I don't think it seemed like responsibility at all because I really enjoyed reading them, mm. and it meant a lot for me that people would submit that to me as well. So I don't think mm. it, that even okay. felt burdensome. Yeah, me being terrible at being organised was a burden, <laughs> but like <laughs> it was never like people writing things. I wasn't like oh god, someone's opening up about their life. Yeah. Like, yeah. um yeah. and I think. Uh, also the tone of how people wrote about things was maybe different to how I'd ever read things before as well. probably, Lesnar and Wyatt actually are probably really good examples of that. Yeah. Where it was like, especially Wyatt's last one, in issue 18, Mm -hmm. where it's like beautiful, humorous, but also really like drills down into like a level of like sadness and emotion and dealing with with something yeah Mm -hmm. um and same as probably like lisa's literally everything where she's like ha 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 also this (laughs) Um, (laughs) which like they're fantastic to read Mm. um and uh, easy to connect with yeah you never feel like you've been by any kind of writing like that Mm.
0: Personal. yeah other people might (laughs) have is it (laughs) Maybe also because the publication never ended up online as well.
1: Yeah, well, there's...
0: Or I is that two, in the works?
1: There's two issues online. Okay. Um, and that's because some really lovely students from Polytech built a website for it. Mm. Um, and then I kind of got too busy and also had some kind of strange feelings about it being online as yeah. well. Yeah, um, yeah. And I kind of like that that's not... How it's
0: distributed, yeah, and how it was only accessible yeah. to a local audience yeah. as well, yeah, mm. yeah. And now anyone who ever wants to see it in the hockham. And. <laughs> <laughs> and also, you had people asking for it to be sent mm. overseas. How? What kind of feelings came out when that happened? Like over to Australia. I haven't sent them
1: yet, <laughs> um, but I have Aaron! to Aaron! I've been busy, um, <laughs> but I will send them. I mean, that, I mean that's nice. It's kind of weird though, because I think that that. People from Australia could only ever engage with it via Instagram, and I think the Instagram for Bones is very different than if you're reading it. And I think it' difficult because I've grammed it. But yeah, yeah. My tone of Instagram is like half
0: <laughs> It's unique. It's like
1: half yeah. It's it's a unique, <laughs> it's a unique way of gramming things because it's kind of like almost irony but I don't like <laughs> irony so <Yeah>. it's like, <laughs> but like I don't know it's kind of silly but
0: it was really yeah. interesting that you mentioned people's perception of the magazine through Instagram because I took an interview Mm. on Radioactive for the magazine um, in your place and this was a Wellington audience that I was speaking to who had also only engaged with the magazine through its social media platforms Mm. and the questions I was asked or they weren't bad questions they Mm. were just very different from uh, you know it, it wasn't the angle that I expected the magazine to be taken from considering its implications within the local environment like it was treated as as rather quite an exotic being you know it was something that people didn't know much about it's quite mysterious because it was only in print as well I think on paper it is a
1: very different publication than when you actually read it Mm. um and I think almost you only really get an idea of bones as an entity if you read all of them yeah um Mm.
0: Yeah, that's and true. And I think that that's true. probably
1: because it's, like, risographed on, like, nice paper and whatever. It, like, people can put quite easily their own, pre like, their own ideas about what it is onto it. If you just pick up one copy and you're like, oh, this is this. Mm. Um, which isn't a bad thing. Hmm. But it's, I think that that's, like, I don't even really kind of get what it is. Like, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. I like yeah, I like yeah. that. I like um, that. But yeah. And it shouldn't be one person's idea of anything. Yeah. Think, like if I was like, this is exactly what this is, then it would be a problem, I think.
0: Yeah. Do hmm. you think that people got more out of it if they were there for the entire journey instead of engaging with one issue or reading one article because it, it did almost become a bit of an experience for some yeah, people. Yeah,
1: I think depending on what you wanted to get out of it as well, mm. I think that like people have been there from the start, and we've talked about this actually before, mm. um, because it started as something that was quite different to what it is now, I think maybe it's easier to engage with it is, like, one thing of being like, I loved this article, Then as an entire thing, if you've been writing for it. Yeah. Um, because I think that it... It didn't change... It's, it's funny, because it's like, it didn't actually change. It just kind of ad- intensified, I think. Mm. Um, and so... Like, often I actually felt disconnected from it, which is yeah. a weird thing to say as <laughs> a person who but made this really thing. But it's a really yeah. interesting point. It, yeah. Because I only wrote very short editorials (laughs) um Mm. sometimes long editorials but i wrote more long editorials at the start of it yeah um and then one piece
0: yeah 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 Yeah. so
1: yeah i think i said to you one time that i didn't know if i would actually write for bones if it wasn't mine (laughs) (laughs) um which is, and we yeah. also
0: talked one time about the fact that once Bones is gone, it's kind of gone. Like, mm. there isn't really anything permanent. And that's not just Bones, that's any zine yeah. that's ever been. It kind of lasts in the memories of whoever was involved in the zine's mm. production. Mm. But it, there's no real lasting footprint on Dunedin's culture like from yeah. it. So do you think there'll be anything left of this magazine in times to come? Or do you think it's just going to... Um I mean hopefully
1: if it's doing its job of all the things that I praised for it to do on the back then maybe <laughs> not at all um which I mean is the kind of the idea of it right it's yeah. like on recycled paper if it gets thrown out it gets thrown out if it gets kept in the cupboard for a year and then thrown out of yeah. like I think if you've if someone's engaged with it mm. and they take that engagement with them and something maybe they read Lisa's piece on body hair and mm-hmm. they thought oh shit that's that's good I identify with that I feel less weird about myself Yeah, then that's mm. far more valuable than like <laughs> anything else yeah. for me as, yeah, yeah, yeah. As, a, as a person who made it like if people want to put it on their wall and then I don't know It's fine. But also, I'd much rather people be like, I really liked that piece, and then think (laughs) about that piece in a
0: year's time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's really interesting to speak to a creator that's okay with the ephemeral nature of their work, Mm -hmm. that you've put so much time into as well, and that was a big chunk of your life for the last year. Um, I mean,
1: I've got copies. Yeah. um,
0: And I'm you got weird, a tattoo as I'm well. I'm a weird
1: collector. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. It's quite permanent for you. Yeah, yeah, which is, like, nice. But, I mean, I'll die. So, it's like... <laughs> like, my skin won't be around forever. Never,
0: Erin. Um. You're immortal in our eyes. <laughs> and yeah. through the magazine, this was quite exciting, you got asked to be on a panel, a suffrage panel in yeah. Christchurch.
1: Yeah. How
0: I did mean, that come about?
1: I think... Um, I mean also I think it's maybe through Blue Oyster stuff as well mm. um, but
0: the bio did mention Bones magazine which is yes. why I bring it
1: up um, I guess the the panel was about um, artists mm. um, who were essentially people who identified as women or non-binary people and talking about um, 125 years since woman had the vote in New Zealand, and kind of like hopes for the next 125 years, the panel was really intense and like real. Like there was there was like no niceties around what people had to say. They were just like, no, this is what I have to say, and it was great. It was like wonderful. Mm. Um, but weird to be for me, I think, to be on the panel just because I wasn't super secure on the fact that I was an artist as well, Um, which is, if not a Dunedin trait, possibly a female trait, Mm -hmm. like, (laughs) (laughs) Um, so,
0: yeah having to be apologetic for your presence in <laughs> any sort of <laughs> creative creative world. Yeah. yeah. Um, Raph, you've been quite silent over there in the corner. Well, you've, we, been, on, you've we, been on a roll. I've been enjoying it. I that. have been. <laughs> <laughs> but were there any burning questions that you'd have um, for Aaron you've about you kind of bones? Like, covered pretty much everything. Did you steal his questions? No, no, those no. weren't his questions. <laughs> no. they, I just kind of went into the deep philosophical ones no, a was, bit earlier. It sounded like a conversation. You now, had, now that we've broken the You had order. a good oh. question, though, <laughs> about know. the done page.
1: Oh, yeah. What's your favourite Line from the done page from all the done pages you've done, done. <laughs> there, there you go.
0: Um, a lighter question.
1: There you go. Oh. I have all the cosmetic
0: questions whenever you need
1: them. <laughs> <laughs> I like one that Lisa wrote, which was give your enemies a paper cut. Good. Um, yeah, that's, that's a, good a classic one. one actually. Yeah. Um, it's very Kubo
0: and the Two Strings. I like that. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, I don't even. God, what's, a, what's You're holding a whole stack I'm, of bones yeah. right indeed. now, which is. Rather wonderful.
1: I mean, some of them I immediately forgot about after I wrote <laughs> and them, and then saw them again when I printed it, and was like, "Oh, I did, I did do that." <laughs> um, because the done page backstory of the done page yeah, go was on. the last thing that I ever did in any of them, and so often it would be like. Two AM rambles of like <laughs> being like, yeah, this is funny, and then like being like, okay, <laughs> yeah. Like some of them are. This one says, "Offer, <laughs> use it to offer to God as penance for forgetting his son's death this season." <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah. And on the seventh day. Yeah. <laughs> um. You know, they're silly. They're silly on the back. Um they are silly. but a nice a nice thing to write. Yeah. <laughs> a fun a fun ending for me being like, Okay And at the start I actually intended them to be all actual reuse like reuses for bones. So on the first on like negative or minus, I guess minus. Yeah, there two, were a couple of one. negative
0: issues before uh, yeah. Yeah, they were. prototyping. And issues. I think
1: they were like actual uses that you could uh, actually do yes. with, with some paper.
0: Very good intent yeah. to begin with. Yeah. And then it just
1: became silly.
0: <laughs> what were some of the biggest challenges that you ever faced with the magazine that you can probably reflect back on now with a bit more clarity than when they were happening at the time? Uh, and just- maybe this is for people who might be also thinking of uh, creating a platform like this in the future or considering it.
1: Mmm, okay, um, maybe two things. One is technical issues of just having proper print nightmares and everything going to absolute garbage and being like, my file is corrupted (laughs) Um, (laughs) and nothing works and images are really hard to bitmap and set up for Riso sometimes. Um... So that that was one of like a a graphic learning curve for mm. me, which mm. was good. Um and two, Janine's quite a small community. Um and so writing about things when you're mad about something is mm-hmm. kind of a strange a mm. strange thing. I wrote um mm. <laughs> I wrote my very few Basically, when I wrote an editorial, oh. it was like a season, yeah, we, we know what's yeah, coming. Yeah, we um, remember that one. <laughs> but I, I wrote well. I actually wrote. oh I wrote to also there was another one about like people just being racist. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And as I was writing it, I was like, ah, I'm just gonna do it. Just gonna, just gonna <laughs> have a little rant about this. And then like, what's this printed? It's like, oh, it's read by people that you know. Yeah, and they might be. They might think it is about them, um and also like the other one, the t- notorious one, um is that I stopped going to gigs that had all male lineups, and kind of people yelled at me about it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Interesting, because uh, it doesn't affect them <laughs> at all. <laughs> so I was like, often people whose gigs I wasn't going to anyway that were yeah. upset about it. I was like, you don't want me there, you don't like me, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like your
0: music. You're also the music director at Radio 1, Yeah, Just um,
1: have to add that in Yeah, there. that was yeah maybe a slightly politically fraught decision for me <laughs> <laughs> to type and print, but you know, I stopped going to gigs, so I didn't lie. Yeah, yeah. Hendrick yeah. maybe Justified. was the only gig that I've gone to since that, Yeah, that had only the men's.
0: Mm. And what kind of value does this kind of platform add to the community as a whole? Because I realise I've been talking about the challenges, but there were so many positives that came out of having this in circulation.
1: Yeah, I think, um one, I think it was really good for the writers because um, I think that it can be quite hard to build confidence around your own writing Um Especially if there's a, there isn't a lot of platforms that are open for you to submit to. Um, and maybe, like, one of the nicest things that I heard about it is that a total stranger messaged John and was like, I really loved your piece and I love how you write. Wow. And that was, wow. like, yeah, like, super special for her. Mm. Um, especially because, I think, myself included, a lot of people... Ooh, Keep knocking that. Too excited. (laughs) Speaking with my hands. Um, A lot of people are insecure about the way that they write because they think that there's a right way to write, Mm. Um, and there isn't. That's my opinion: is that you can write however you like, Mm. and if you want to write in early two thousands text speak, that's cool. And if you want to write in old English, that's cool too. Um, just maybe inhibits people reading it but that's also fine
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh it's been so it's been like really special for us as well we have to add this because uh, we yeah. have been hosting the like Debone bones oh really clever name yeah we take yeah. apart the bones magazine um, and getting to interview Uh, We got through a lot of the contributors. Mm. We got through quite a few. um, And a lot of them came in being so grateful for the opportunity that you'd presented them with and for the extra opportunities that they got uh, because, of course, some of them had never been able to speak on the radio before Mm. or there were all these other things that came out of Mm. that, you know, that one platform that you opened up to people. Um, So I guess there's a thanks from Raf and Mm. I to you as well because we got to um, speak to a lot of people that were part of you know, quite. I guess it was kind of precious at one point. Some of the content was um, really quite hard-hitting and, and really personal oh, for a lot of people. God, yeah. Um, so that's been amazing to be able to talk to those people about what they've written on. Uh, all of the deboned episodes, installments, whatever, they're all podcasted on the Radio One website. So if there are any that you want to have a listen to, head on over to r1.co.nz. Do you have any final comments? About bones, any any thank yous or anything that oh, you want to chuck lots out? Lots of
1: thank yous, maybe particularly. I don't know. What ben Fielding is, but he deserves a massive thank you because um, he makes sure that they eat food. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, without without him, I'd be bones. <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>. Um. <laughs> uh, um <laughs> Sorry, there wasn't a plan. (laughs) It was brilliant, please. Uh, um, uh, Also, thank you to Radio 1. Also, I mean, just like to say that I was in a super privileged position in which I had money behind me that I could do this, but it's not that hard to do as a time... Like, it's stressful, but if you don't have the expectation of doing them whatever time whatever... Make a zine with your friends. Mm. Um, it's fun. That's why people do it. Um, so I would hope that, like, maybe people wanted to wanted to do their own stuff. You yeah. can do silly zines. You can. I've got a photocopier at my house. If you would like to photocopy things, <laughs> you, can, you can do that. I'll pay for your ink. Um, but it'd be nice. I mean also no pressure to do whatever you want but um it'd be nice to see other stuff coming out and there's definitely like a space to fill now and I hope that maybe you know, extend that invitation to someone else to maybe take up or maybe not take up yeah hmm. um, but you know you can fold one piece of paper and make a publication out of it that's how a lot of them are done it doesn't have to be all all non
0: stapled It's all this fancy Rhizo printed graphic design, best award winner. Oh my goodness! Oh, well, mm. long live bones. Last, Agreed. last, deboned. Mm. It's been quite, quite a journey for, yeah, it, for you, <laughs> particularly. <Jesus>. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us. Thank for the you so much. Thank you last for running deboned. That's okay. We had a great time. <laughs> it was a good laugh. I'm so really laugh. sad that we now don't yeah. have this going on. We, we talked with a lot of amazing people. Um, and did. as I said before, r1.co.nz for any of those podcasts.